0: I'm Rebecca Pete and I'm Rebecca Cochran and And welcome welcome to to Woven where we strive to be Christians living in the world with intention and our prayer is that to paraphrase Mary Zimmer the Christ who knew Mary and Martha would show us the way of balance thanks for listening welcome back we have taken a little break um, to have good boundaries (laughs) on our COVID time. And um, now we're back. So if this is a little rusty or sounds weird, forgive us. It's been a hot minute since we did this. Mm -hmm. But um, welcome to episode 116. Today we're going to be talking about boundaries, which we like to hit every holiday season or kind of around the start of the holiday season because this is when things get so busy. But um, also, fun fact, this is our first in-person recording.
1: Since, since like the first week of March.
0: So this is super fun. So we're actually together. Usually we've been doing this over zoom, which is sad. Um, so <laughs> we were going to talk zoom about that. Zoom is very sad. I spend all sad. of my time on zoom these days with my children. Oh, very time. sad. Um, but so yeah, we'll try to, we'll try to not COVID lament too much, I guess, <laughs> but we were thinking about boundaries and kind of we've, we've done, if you, didn't listen the past couple of years, we'll link them in the show notes. We did a good just overview of boundaries ones, um, the last couple of years, but this year we thought since Rebecca Pete is a certified Enneagram coach, maybe we could kind of break it down. Um, we'll do some general talking about boundaries as well, but we can also talk by Enneagram type, like things you may struggle with and like just different ways we can approach that. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, welcome back. Yay. I'm so excited that we're
1: in person and recording in person and it feels like I was driving over here. Um, the only thing that's not different is I did not have traffic driving over here, which I <laughs> normally have tons of traffic yes. when I drive over. But um, but besides that, it's like starting to feel somewhat normal. Yeah. Um, which I mean, whatever new normal is, it's not old normal, but it's a newer form of normal. So I'm glad that we're Doing getting to talk face to face. Yes, you know. it's nice.
0: Uh, so boundaries, or repeat
1: Boundaries. Oh, goodness. I think. I was thinking about this yesterday. I think a lot of people, when they think boundaries, or they see a book on boundaries, or they um, see a podcast on boundaries, like an episode like this, I think that some people think, oh, some people struggle with boundaries, and some people don't. Mm. Because I think, and we were talking a little bit about this yesterday, but um, I think that um, people kind of put boundaries into one category, and boundaries are just like how you prioritize your calendar or how you mm-hmm. prioritize or prioritize whether you say yes or no to people or your relationships or whatever. But like, there are all different kinds of boundaries. And you brought that up yesterday. And I thought that was really good. Um, that, and so, so every personality struggles with boundaries in
0: different ways. Yeah. I mean, I think that we, you think of boundary, I mean, my mind immediately goes to physical boundaries and that's always yes. the example that like Dr. Cloud and Townsend and their famous book boundaries talk about is like that. It's a it's a gate. What do they say? It's a, it's a fence, not a wall. Yes. Like your boundaries are a fence and you know, there you can open the fence or close the fence or whatever. Yeah. But I think too, for me, a lot of my boundaries are internal. Like just, just what will I consume? What will I like? Just those sorts of things that we don't think about. Yeah. Like um, what kinds of even conversations or phone call mm-hmm. boundaries or any of those things too. It's not just physical, like I will not physically see, which we've seen so much. I mean, this has been, I think on all of our minds with COVID, it's like, it has surprised me how a Zoom call can be just as like uh, introvert exhausting to me as a social interaction normally would. And I was surprised by that Mm because I was kind of like, When this all started, I was packing my calendar like, yeah, let's have a Zoom happy hour. Let's do this. And then I was just like, why am I so like burned out? Like it's I want all this interaction, but it's still just as exhausting as it would have been if we were all together. So I've had to learn how to have boundaries around phone calls and just I mean, not that I need help with that. I never take phone calls, but I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
1: Marco Polo's or boxes or or any Zoom call. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of
0: become now. Or it's like we're texting all day, right? Yes, we're all lonely and we don't see each other, so yes. it's like, and um, so anyway, I think boundaries can be a lot of things that are, and even like just accepting things that you'll, um, yeah, anyway, let's let's go through the numbers, I guess. And we'll have, well, and I also think examples. you can
1: have, I think right now is a perfect <coughs> time to talk about also boundaries around information,
0: yes, um, oh, good. Yeah. you know,
1: like mm-hmm. we just. We just, we live in the information age. That sounds really cliche, but we do. And like, we're just inundated with information. And I think some numbers probably struggle with this more than others. And we can talk about that, but like we can get information overload. And since I'm an extrovert, I don't often get overloaded by people. I mean, I can, I mean, everybody has their limits Um, and I'm more exhausted. There is just something, just speaking to your thing about Zoom and stuff like that. There's just something, it takes more emotional energy, to communicate through things virtually than it does in person. So yeah. even as an extrovert, those things exhaust me too. So yeah. way more exhausting than in person like this yeah. for me. Um, so um, we all, you know, have that. But um, but most of my um, issues come around, like, how much information, having to put boundaries around information.
0: Well, and it's hard because, I mean, did you watch, I think everyone watched The Social Dilemma yeah. in the last, whenever Netflix released it, but it's this documentary about, like basically the people who have written the programs for Facebook and all of these things coming back and saying, we made a mistake and we don't know how to fix it. Um, which is super scary, which is terrifying. But yeah. And it was, but I remember I was watching that and I was like, gosh, like, I just feel so overwhelmed all the time, but I lack, it's like, it's designed to go against our willpower. Like we yes. don't have the self-control. Like if you know something Is updating every five minutes, like whether you're a person who is addicted to Instagram like me or you're somebody who's more of like a news person, like there's something that will probably be driving you crazy in your brain. Like, I need to check that. I need to check that. For me, it's been all kinds of things. It's been like, did J. Crew put out any new clothes? Did this person do this? It's like, I have to know. I can't just like let it exist without me checking on it. And that's designed.
1: Mine's news information. So, like, yeah. yours is, you know, more visual and shopping and stuff like that. Mine's news information. Like, I constantly, like, want to check the news cycle because mm-hmm. I'm afraid I'm going to miss an important piece of news, which is ridiculous. Which is
0: impossible because it's if impo- it's anything you need to know, like, you're going to hear about it.
1: Yeah. And if not, then the breaking breaking news in quotation marks is probably not breaking news. Can I tell
0: you what my least favorite thing people do on <laughs> Facebook is? Is when someone dies and someone immediately goes online to be like, RIP, RBG. And you're like, you know what I mean? It's almost like this rush to be like, I knew someone died. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like immediate. It's like, oh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. Crap. Let me go post it on Facebook with a picture. It's like, why are we doing that? Why? Well, um,
1: so that that part of the social dilemma, but also it struck me, but the, also the part, I don't know if you remember the part where, because this has to do with boundaries, so I'm going to say it. Um, we're not going to totally just talk about the social dilemma, even though I could talk for an hour about the social dilemma, <laughs> but um because I've made a lot of choices based on that now. So we can talk about that another time. This has to do with boundaries. So um, they talk, I don't know if you remember that part where they're talking about um, it's the girl that's in middle school and they're kind of talking about how it affects kids today, teenagers today. Mm -hmm. And it talks about, you know, back when we were kids or before that, like you only really cared what about five or 10 people thought about you. Right. Instead Mm -hmm. of what the whole internet thought about you and our, 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 brains our emotions are not meant to deal with that no and so we're we're because it's stressful and i mean we were teenagers one time it's stressful enough when you when you care about a small sphere of your high school mm-hmm. but like to care about what the entire internet thinks um and just putting that i have to put boundaries up around that like that's my boundary issue well, yeah because
0: we were adults we didn't grow up with this and yet still if i don't get enough likes on a picture yeah i feel bad
1: yes and I, and your I, frontal lobe is fully developed.
0: Right. So it's like imagine, <laughs> and, and I even know like how the algorithms work, and that yes. a lot of people probably didn't see my picture. Like I I know rationally, and yet I still have to check myself all the time. And then I get
1: mad that because of the algorithms, more people aren't seeing my picture Yeah. on the flip side. And of so <laughs> they've created this whole, but so yes. anyway, going back yes. to
0: boundaries about yes. all this, it's just like, it's to me, this has all been, kind of like a breaking down of my pride because I think yes. we think, oh, well, it's just, it's just an app. Like I can manage this. I'm better. And it's like, no, I cannot. Mm-hmm. I, you put me against Instagram, Instagram wins every single time. Yeah. So what but I it's
1: set to, up to win every single It's time. set up, but it's yes. like,
0: we don't want to be outsmarted yeah. by a machine. Like but it's, we are. it's, it makes you feel like you're, like a sheep, right? Like you're yes. just like, I'm not, I'm smarter than that. No, I'm not smarter than that. I'm not because it's designed. So for me, one of my big boundaries with like just this COVID stuff, cause I remember when it first started, um, I took off my, like, you know, if you have an iPhone, it'll like put, it'll say how much your screen time is and break it down mm-hmm. into what you're using and stuff. And you'll have like limits on apps and stuff. And I, I took it off, but then, because I was just like, I, I need to give myself grace. Well, then I had a whole lot of grace for like several months. And then like a month ago, I was like, I need to put these limits back on because I am on my phone too much. Yes. And now I'm doing much better. So those are the kind of boundaries I think that are important right yes. now as we sort of navigate.
1: Yeah. We should have to reassess our, our boundaries and the holidays are going to look different. Yeah. Not only because COVID, because of the election cycle, right. like, and we're going to do another before, right before, um um, election day, we're going to do another thing and uh, not about politics, but just about how to like be a Christian in an in, in election cycle. But, um, but like that, if that's going to affect our every four years mm-hmm. that affects most people's holidays.
0: Well, is, and like, I is mean, politics that's too. where this information, is. I mean, like we, yes. cause I was talking to a friend and she was telling me how stressed out she was that people are still supporting this one candidate and how she just can't understand. And I was like, well, you're at a point where you've, you've decided who you're going to vote for. So at this point, like continuing to take in information yes. about this person.
1: I'm That's me
0: too. Is not helping anybody. It's just making you more mad and like. That's what it's designed to do because yes. we react to strong emotion, whether they're yes. positive or negative. So if something's like riling you up and giving you some. You're just gonna keep reading and click, you're gonna clicking keep and
1: scrolling and scrolling. And then down. you have
0: all these people. And I'm not saying people shouldn't be mad. There's righteous anger about a lot of things in this election cycle, but at the same time, it's like we have to have good boundaries for ourselves yes. so we don't go off the rails because we're already dealing with a lot.
1: And I'll be honest with you, two or three weeks ago, I was going off the rails. Yeah. Like, I legit was going off the rails because, partially because I just care about politics. So part of it is is I enjoy politics. So I take in a lot. Yeah. And I, um, and so I was taking in too much. And I gave up Facebook and Twitter because Mm -hmm. I was, it was, it's not about, it's not a, like, other people struggle with other things with social media. Like, for me, I was using Facebook and Twitter to be my news source. Mm -hmm. And it's not a good news source. Um, And people can fight me if they want, but it is not a good news source. And so I was, I already know what I believe about things. Like I do. I have a very firm stance. I am not an undecided voter. I have a very firm stance. And so what, it was the same thing you were telling your friend, what it was doing to me, it was, it was riling me up and it was making me judge other people, especially people closest to me. It was making me view them poorly. Like I wanted to stop being friends with them. Yeah, and that's not right, and, and that's, that's not Christian, and that's not Christian, that's not Christian to, because, at all. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we. So I, my boundary had to be, I can, I couldn't just like put time limits on it. I had to say, peace out, you know
0: what?" Like, <laughs> Sorry about my squeaky chair. No, I. Yeah, I know, and I mean, I think that that's where we have to make decisions for ourselves, and just, I mean, and it's hard, and it does take an act of your will, but there are things you can do. You can like literally set time limits on things. Yeah. You can. Just not even, I don't know. I mean, there's things you can do and get creative, but like we just were not made to take in the amount of information that we take in. So technology boundaries for me have been huge. And I mean, obviously I'm struggling with them. I'm not saying I've like got it figured out. I don't, but like, I can just tell a huge difference when I at least attempt to have boundaries around it versus when I just let my phone do what it's going to do to me.
1: (laughs) Well, and I think that will also help you with your family over the holidays. Mm -hmm. Because if you aren't, inundating yourself with. Right. And I'm sorry, you can say as much as you want that what the news you're reading is balanced. It is not. Unless you are paying for it, even if you're paying for it, it may not be balanced, but unless you're paying for it, you're the product. Yeah. And so it is, it is trying to rile you up so it can sell you advertisement. So you'll click and click and click. And and so... You can say all you want that what you're reading is balanced. It is not, and that's. It's fine to get information, but you have to put a limit on that because what will happen to me, at least, and this hopefully I'm not the only person, is that. I, I start reading this stuff. It riles me up. And then I think about the people in my life that I know that are on the other side and it makes me angry with them and they haven't even said anything to me. Mm-hmm. So then I'm going to go see them at Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever and I, or some other kind of event or at a Christmas party or a business party or whatever. And I'm going to, in my head, have already prejudged them yeah. because of what I've read on Facebook. Right. Like I just, you know, it, it's... It just I'm really grateful for <laughs> that um,
0: that like mute function now. Yes, because the thing is, like, we have several family members we disagree with politically, and it it was like I kept getting the their updates, and I'm just like, we disagree, but I don't need to keep reading what you're posting because yeah. it's not like I love you, yeah, and I disagree with you, vehemently disagree with you, but at the same time, like, I don't like it. it what when are we ever? Um, Like, say you and I disagree on, like, I don't know. Say I think chocolate's great. You don't think chocolate's great. Like, when in our lives does that come up every five seconds? Yeah. And when do you go on Facebook and say, chocolate sucks. I hate chocolate. It's, like, like not even something that would even come. And, I mean, politics are different. That's probably a bad example. But I'm just saying, like. It's not normal to have your disagreements, like, shoved down your throat 24-7.
1: Yeah, it happens. It happens more. It it should happen more organically. Like, we're sitting down and we're at lunch and we decide to bring up a conversation because we're interested in a topic. Or it happens, you know, over the dinner table or something instead of, like, and I'm sorry, I'm just older on the internet than I am in person.
0: Most people are.
1: (laughs) Because there's this air of anonymity. or Right. That's
0: all of it. I mean, it's not you. It's just, like, that's what we... We forget that there's other human beings yes. on the other side of it. And we forget that we're fallible human beings. Yes. So it's very easy to think like that you're right yes. about everything. Yes. And that everyone else is wrong and stupid. But I am. <laughs>
1: We all think we're right about <laughs> Oh, I know. I know. And it, but the problem is, is it dehumanizes the other person. Yeah. And I have that. So I've had multiple people ask me, why do you give up, give up Facebook? Does it just make you feel yucky? And like, yes, it makes me feel yucky. But more than anything, I was dehumanizing my fellow human being because yeah. of what I read on Facebook. Yeah. And that is not cool. Um, so anyways, okay,
0: let's talk about the Instagram. <laughs> Rebecca's tearing up for the first time in po- podcast history. I, not the first time in podcast history. But no, really. it's, it's true. I'm and very it's, sensitive right now. Sorry. No, it's, <laughs> it's just, it's not, it's not good. And like, I know yeah. that people disagree and like, I, I, I know that this election is, important. You know, I think all elections are important. Um, and this one does feel particularly important, but at the same time, it's like the election will be over and we still have to coexist with these people no matter what happens. And there are other groups of people who like as a, as a privileged middle-class white woman, I say this fully acknowledging those things, but like, there are people who this election does feel life or death Mm -hmm. and But at the same time, like I need to make room for them to say that stuff because Mm -hmm. it, it isn't life or death for me. And to pretend it is, is a lie. Yeah, And I think there's a lot of like people just like getting fired up on it, but it's like, let's let the people for whom it is life or death talk and let's listen and let's not be the ones like vomiting on Facebook every five seconds, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I just, I don't know. That's kind of been my, I I told you, I think I said this at the beginning of the year. I was like, I am just for a year going to try to listen and like listen to people and Mm -hmm. not have opinions about politics. Mm -hmm. But like, and I mean, I've failed because I've had some really hard conversations with my family since March, but I, I just think, if we really I don't know what do you think about that cuz I mean I do I do see the side sorry this is way off topic but No it's okay. It's just something I've been thinking about cuz a lot of the people I see active on social media are like fellow white people who are like bringing awareness to these issues like over and over and over and over again. Yeah. But like I don't know what do you what do you think like should we be
1: I mean I I think there is a place for that and I I don't want to completely Diminish the good of social media yeah. and the social limit If you haven't watched, they don't completely diminish. They they believe they truly believe that it's set out to do something good and it has made good changes in the world. Yeah. It's just and one of the most important things I take away from that is that the technology has just outpaced our ability to deal with the ethics of it, yeah. and we need the, the the technology needs to slow down so the ethics can catch up. And like to me, that's the takeaway from the, the you know ethics and regulation need to catch up yeah. with the the speed of development. Um, that's what it is. It's just gotten smarter than us. Um, so we need to slow it down and catch up. Um, it, it, we're never going to get rid of it. Um, it's, the monster will always be there. But how do we deal with it? Anyways, um, where was I going with that? Oh, um, I think that there's good and like social change has happened because mm-hmm. of social media. Um, and I think, I, I think the issue comes in when that social change um, is done in a way, is done in extreme manners, um, and is done in a way, like, I think it, you can bring awareness, but true change, cha- awareness brings change, but true change only takes place. Like awareness happens, but then you ha- it has to happen in your everyday life too. You can't just mm-hmm. like post a, um, yes, posting a picture or posting a news story or whatever can bring awareness. But if there's no relationship behind that, it, that awareness goes, nowhere so I think that like you have to pair it with relationship and so if you're saying what you're saying has happened and and people are posting things but they're not doing the work personally and doing work in the relationships in their lives then I think it's fruitless but if you're posting something because I can think of good dear friends of mine that post really good stuff yeah for sure but I know them and I know that 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 they're living that out in their life and they're they are listening to people and they are they are striving to get all the information and to be grace filled and all of these things. So I know their heart behind it. So I think that's the big thing. I don't think we should stop um, altogether the awareness on social media, but I think there has to be something behind that, um, and that, and we can't really know that for other people. Or I mean, that, that's up to you know. We can only check ourselves. We can't check other yeah, people. That's true. So. Anyways, well, enough about social media. <laughs> It'll probably get brought back up when we're talking about the Enneagram and Boundaries, but... <laughs>
0: okay. So, well, anyways. I didn't mean to offend anyone by that statement, by the way.
1: I don't think you offended anybody. Well,
0: I'm just saying, like, yes. I, I'm not saying that, like, white people shouldn't post social media. No. But do you know what I'm saying? I no, just, I know
1: exactly what you're trying okay. to say. Yeah, There just has to be... Because uh, ha-
0: I post stuff. I mean, for, like, I'm not, like, yeah. I, I don't know. I just... I get frustrated. There also needs to be more less I think, yeah. I guess this is what I'm saying. I think that if you are a white person, you have the um people and people listen to you, then you need to take that information and you need to, like, I'm not saying you have to, like, pander to people, but you I need think. need it. You need to sift it. And I think mm-hmm. that, like, if you are in the position of privilege where people will listen to you because you're a white woman or maybe you're somebody's daughter or niece, like, you can't go at it with like anger and spewing if you really, really want heart change in people. Do yes. you know
1: what I'm saying? Um, I don't know if you listen to. I don't, I don't know if I sent it to you, but um, so our friends at Pantsuit Politics who have been on um, this, our podcast before, but they do a nightly nuance, like a yeah. nightly five minute.
0: I listened to her. Did you listen to it? Which, I didn't. I read it. I didn't yes,
1: to if you because oh, she she struggles through most of it, so it's a lot more um, heartfelt when you listen to it not that her words weren't beautiful but at the end when she talks about being a soft place to land right um that was one of the big things for me and like I'd already given up my stuff when I listened to that but like she talks about three different types of um suburban women um and like where they fall um and she was talking about you know the one group that um that the one group that just doesn't really know like Mm -hmm. what they what 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 Their decision is, and how they feel about things, and and they're confused, and all of that kind of stuff, and um, and everyone's
0: yelling at them, and everybody's yelling. You're just like, like, oh my gosh, they just let me. And I
1: and and she was like, what I what I want to be is a soft place to land for those people, and it was super convicting to me Mm -hmm. because I am not a soft place to land, or at least I haven't been, and I want to be a soft place to land. Um, like I feel like as Christians, we're called to be soft places to land, especially when we're in a relationship where we have like, um where we have leadership and all of us have a leadership. Yeah. We all
0: have like a sphere of
1: influence. We do. A sphere of influence was the word I was looking for, but yeah, we all do. And we all have a place and people in our lives that listen to us. And like, we have to be a soft place to land. And, um, the extreme views on social media, um, that I have read that actually I agree with, but they just fuel my anger. Yeah cause me to not be a soft place to land it causes me to be angry and want to shake people and say why won't you listen to me yeah and and then I become one of those voices that are yelling at the people that are confused instead of being a soft place to land so that's my
0: yeah me too I mean that would just be what
1: I would preach so
0: yeah I just think that's a good word because I mean it's like it's just easy I mean and and we talk about this with the podcast a lot like we're just talking and we kind of I mean we can't we can't see all the people who are listening and we forget like that we're talking to individual people and I don't think they would say anything differently. That's why you get on Patreon for spicy stuff. But but like, I think it's like, okay, would I say that to, okay, whatever I'm about to type, think about the people you're friends with whatever platform you're on. And like, would I say that to their face? Yeah. And if I wouldn't, then it's like, because the thing is there's nothing wrong with passion. And there's nothing wrong with conviction. Those are good things. Yeah. And we sh- and there are some things very wrong in our country. I just think that speaking the truth in love has gone out of style and it For needs sure. to come back in because I mean the thing I've just been convicted about is if somebody really wants to change. Like you can look at pictures of people having Trump boat parades and get angry and say those stupid people And you can look at people's Biden signs in their yard and you can say, you baby killer. Like there's always going to. But if you like really want to change individuals hearts, which, by the way, is what God cares about. God calls us by name and he cares about us as individuals, not numbers. And and I was just so convicted because I was like, that's what it is. If we because, you know things don't change unless people change. And yeah. no matter what you agree with, if you, I mean, think about it. If anybody comes at you in a certain kind of way, you're not listening to what they say. Yeah. And I, but the thing I'm saying, like, I get that there are groups of people who are tired of this and who don't have it in them to be nice. But the thing is like, if you're a white person, you do have it in you. Cause you have, yes. so you, you do have the, you do have the bandwidth to extend yes. grace, yes, because you have not been dealing with systemic oppression your entire life, yes. So let other people be yes. angry, but our job, I think, is to learn to speak the truth and love. Take this information yeah. we have and say, how can I make this understandable to people like me? Mm. Instead of just jumping on the band the bandwidth of like, oh, our bandwagon of like, I'm so angry. It's like, okay, good. You should be angry, but that's not helping anything.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I'll put this in the show notes, by right now, because I need to hear a lot of this right now, because, um, you know, I'm not passionate about a lot of things, but this is one of the things I'm super passionate about. And so I um, I'm reading Scott Saul's book, The Gentle Answer, right now. OK, uh, he, it came out. Like in March, like read about COVID, and I bought it then, and I just hadn't read it. And this is just a time, you know. You know, sometimes you buy books, and you're like, I know I'm going to need to read this, but you don't read it when yeah, you buy. Yeah, tell that to my it.
0: husband because he just doesn't understand. Why I have sexy books all over my <laughs> well, idea, so
1: so I've, I'm not a yeah. I, I can help you on that. My husband would like to know too. He's like, we have a library card, anyways. Uh, <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same. Right
0: in it. Um,
1: so I right now I'm reading The Gentle Answer by Spot Souls and. That's what it's all about. It's like, yeah. as Christians, our call is to give a gentle answer. That doesn't mean we're not passionate. That doesn't mean we're right. not convicted. But, like, oh, the gentle answer is what it's what speaks. And, um, anyways, it's a really great book. I'm only a third way through it. So I can't really like do a book review on it, but so far what I've read, I think it's a good answer for right now. And it's, so I decided to read it before the and election. And that's how God speaks so,
0: to us, right? Yeah, Like if we're doing anything wrong, which we all are constantly, yeah. I mean, we're all like steeped in sin, mm-hmm. right? Like, and it, I mean, God doesn't, yeah. yell at us and say you freaking idiot how could you think like that's not how we work so why do we do that to other people i mean and i'm that's a rhetorical question i do it to other people all the time and i judge people all the time but it's just like it you know it, being christ-like doesn't expire because you have a political passion yeah right like so we have to figure out how to do this
1: yeah i think so i think bringing it back to boundaries i think the breaking point for me bringing it back to boundaries and relationships in my life the breaking point for me was i was at um dinner with friends like deep deep close friends and I was shouting and um this is like right this is like Like recently yes it was the weekend before I gave up social media well um Facebook and Twitter um and I found myself shouting at a restaurant when it was the other person's birthday because I was angry about something politically that I was super passionate about with people who don't vehemently disagree with me they were just like having a different opinion than me but I had spent so much time listening to my side mm-hmm. that I was so riled up when I got to that dinner that I did not, th- that's not me. That's not who I am. Like, yeah. that's not how, I, and, and especially with like a super close relationship. Like I, I remember leaving that dinner going, something has to change. Like I can't, yeah. I felt I was super convicted by that experience. A lot, luckily they love me dearly and haven't stopped being friends with me, but like I, I just had, something had to change, you know? And um, I think, I think part of that is self-awareness. And I think a few years ago, I wouldn't have had that self-awareness. So that, cause (laughs) that's our segue to the Enneagram. It's like, to be able to understand how each one of our personality types needs to deal with boundaries in our life, we have to like know who we are first yeah. so that when those trigger points happen, we can be like um, Beth McCord calls them um, the, what's the strip, the bubble strip on the the road. rumble the rumble strip yes and the highway you know like once you know the Enneagram and you you're self-aware of your weaknesses like when when triggers like that happen Mm -hmm. they're like a rumble strip and then they can put you back on the road like like let's yeah
0: say that for like the Enneagram I feel like it just needs to be said every time we talk about the Enneagram that the point of it is not to entrench you in your yes. habits. The point of it is to grow you out of that. Yes, and I think a lot of times, like it's really easy for me to be like, "Well, I'm the floor. Yes. Oh well, it's I how can I am do that too. And it's like, no, like it's it's meant to say like, this is you. Here's your yes. mirror. What are you yes. gonna do about it? And I and I can just be Fix like, I'm
1: a, an aggressive, passionate person. Yeah. And who wants to be right all the time? Okay, yeah, that's my personality, but. Yeah. There, there are weaknesses in that, and I need to see those, and I need to check those weaknesses, and I need to, like, the goal of the Enneagram is to bring me towards my strengths and down down a, like, a growth path, and I wasn't currently on a growth path. Yeah. like I. But the Enneagram kind of helps us, like, redirect um, ourselves. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think, like, it's just important to remember, too, I know we've gotten really off topic, but just, you know... It- just as you're saying, like you've gotten too passionate, like yeah. there's also the people like me who have not like always been passionate enough or have shut down. Yeah. And both of those have room to grow. And like yes. sometimes our boundary is opening yes. and doing more. Like it's not, because I think boundaries, we think it's like doing less. It's but negative, for me, yeah. it's like, I've had to incorporate like almost nearly daily exercise into my life since COVID for my mental health. Yeah. Like that's an expansion of a boundary, Yes, you know? And like, there's other things that we do that are actually like adding to our lives. So boundaries don't always take away. A lot of times they add, add. healthy yeah. things. So for me, it's like really good to do research on these issues yes. and to learn and say like, you know what, there is a lot I don't know. And instead of like judging the two groups of people is who I want to be. Let me actually figure out what I do believe deeply and like be convicted so that when I talk, I don't have to, you know, lean on sound bites, but I can really speak from my heart as a person who loves God and hopefully other people well, and I can maybe make change really. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's good. Um, Okay. So what number do you want to start with?
0: Ooh, let's start somewhere. Like, let's start with eight.
1: You want to sure start with eight? Uh, so, so with eights and boundaries, I was actually, so my husband's an eight and I was asking him about this last night when I was thinking about it. Like with boundaries, um, eights are one of those people, I think they put up walls. Mm. So you were talking mm-hmm. about how Scott town, uh, and fence. Townsend's yeah. about fence and walls. So eights of all the numbers, I besides five. Um put up like massive walls. Yeah. Um, and mo- and the fives we'll get to the fives reasons for doing it later but the eights reason to put up these mat like they're really good at putting up boundaries like too many boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they're healthy those are very good. they're really good with boundaries and when they're unhealthy they just become impenetrable walls and it's usually around vulnerability. Mm-hmm. so um, like I said fives are for different reasons but like apes do not want to be seen as being controlled they don't want to be seen as being weak. And so they put up boundaries so people can't see their vulnerabilities. If eights are super unhealthy, they put up whatever massive boundaries they need to put up so that people don't see their vulnerabilities. So I think th- the work that eight needs eights need to do kind of like you were talking about earlier, there's is they kind of need to like, take like some, some people need to build more walls, and we'll get to the mm-hmm. numbers that need to build more walls. But usually eights, Need to take down some walls yeah. and like poke some holes in their wall, walls, yeah. you know, and allow some openings to happen, and um, allow people and it, and you since AIDS are so afraid of um, being um, not not just being vulnerable, but what's the word I'm looking Controlled. for? Controlled. Controlled, but also they don't want to be taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. So eights have that's like one of their big fears. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's okay that it's a small sphere of people that you let in, but you have to let somebody in. Yeah, like eights just need to to to, to see that they need to put to take down some walls. Yeah, all right, that's the big thing for them. Uh, nines are the opposite. Okay. <laughs> nines tend to um, want to merge with everybody. So okay. they have very permeable walls.
0: I see. Okay. Because
1: they don't want to be seen that they aren't available and that they're not um going to be for you and they're not going to be a peacemaker. Like they just they 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 open and close at will. Uh-huh. Their their fences um without even really thinking about it because they just want to merge so much so i have people. a couple
0: of good friends who are nines and i've noticed yeah that they'll do what i do which is like they'll kind of go dark sometimes yes but it's like it's not about me it's just like i'll notice they'll just get to a point where they're like you're like yes. where'd you go
1: for a little, is that yes. like a so nine. four or fives and nines are within with, in the withdrawing stance. Uh-huh. So the way that they, their stance with other people and relationship with other people, when it gets to be too much, they withdraw. So four or fives and nines all do that. It looks different, uh-huh. but I think nines they get to a breaking point. They have merged so much with other people, other people's opinions, what other people want from them, what other people want to do. They merge so much that at some point they just like they breach a breaking point and then they like put up too many walls. Yeah. Like, yeah. so it's like, they're very all or nothing with their boundaries. Like either they're available to everyone and we'll do what everybody wants and take everybody, everybody's opinions in and all of that. And then all of a sudden they can't cause nobody can handle all of that. Yeah. And so then they shut down. Um, that is definitely a nine uh, okay. A nine thing. Yours, your. When we you get to force and five, we'll talk about it more. Yours looks a little bit different. Yeah. But there's definitely they put up a lot of external boundaries when they reach a breaking point. So I would say for nines, they just need to like figure out how to balance that out.
0: What um like what triggers nines? Like you were saying, like eights don't want to be um like taken advantage of or vulnerable or whatever. Like I would say so.
1: So nines' big thing is that they don't know what they want. So like, they don't know what, what they are capable of. They don't know what they want to do with whatever it is, whether it's like where they want to go to dinner or where, oh, you know I what see. I'm saying?
0: Like they, they want other people to be happy more They than want they know what they yes. want. Yes, yeah. And
1: so, or they, yeah, so they, their boundaries need to come in where they need to, I think it starts with, they need to. Uh, know what it is they really want. It's like want. in
0: that um, scene in Runaway Bride where she doesn't know how she likes her eggs. Do you remember that?
1: Yes. So she's definitely she's a nine. She's definitely a nine. Yeah. Yeah. So she so if you've never seen Runaway Bride, which I'm sure most of our listeners have, but if you haven't seen Runaway Bride, she, she, come, she comes to the realization that, uh, or someone helps her come to the realization that every guy she's ever dated, she takes on however they like their eggs and that's mm-hmm. the way she likes their eggs and then she dates another guy or, you know, gets engaged to another guy and she likes eggs the way he likes eggs so Mm -hmm. it almost goes to the point she doesn't even know how she really likes her eggs Mm -hmm. and that's that's totally the picture of a nine like they so I think to, to to balance that out and to deal with that you've got to sit back and what, what do I really want? So whatever the yeah. relationship is, what you know, whether it's a familial relationship or a friend relationship or whatever, a work relationship, you have to, that you're like struggling, that you're either allowing too many boundaries and then you're shutting down. You mm-hmm. to find that balance. You have to start with you. You have to start, what yeah. do I want? What do I want out of this relationship? What do I what, how do I feel about these things that we're, you know, in disagreement about or whatever. And once you know what it is you want, then you can put boundaries around that. And you can, st- that doesn't mean you put up walls. And, and never how is that in. not
0: being selfish? Because I could think someone could hear that and be like, Oh, well, what do I want out of a relationship? That's selfish.
1: Well, the problem is, is either way you're going to be selfish, mm-hmm. right? So if you like constantly bend to other people until you break because at some point you're going to break yeah you bend and bend and bend until you break and then you shut everybody off like that's not good either that's yeah. not a healthy relationship either so I don't think it's selfish it's self-care yeah. to say what is it that I want out of x relationship And then you have an open relationship with that person and be your nine self of how you are a peacemaker and all of those things don't change who you are. Mm -hmm. But if you know what, what it is you want out of that relationship or whatever, then you're able to then put up the right boundaries, but it has to start with like, what do I want? Yeah. And a lot of nines don't know what they want and that's the problem. Yeah. So they're just willy nilly putting up boundaries. I Does say, that make sense? Or they just know they're overwhelmed. They're they know, And they shut everybody down. Yeah. They're either all the way opened or all the
0: way closed. So I yeah. think of them as like a drawbridge. <laughs> you, know, you know, they're like, either their drawbridge is down or it's completely up. There ain't no in between. That is exactly how I am sometimes. Sometimes I wonder if I'm a nine. Okay. Ones. Uh, <laughs> ones. Okay. So ones boundaries. Actually, ones are
1: really good about um, relational boundaries. Um, their issue comes around in like right and wrong. So they've already decided all of the rules in their head okay. and they've all they've already decided, um, you know, moralities and all those things, what is right and what is wrong. And those things become very inflexible. So when a one is super unhealthy, they're very inflexible. They're like, this is the way it's going to happen. And I'm not changing. And so their boundaries can become too tight. Around what they think is right and what is, they think is wrong. And part of what a one needs to do is to let loose of the grips a little bit. Like mm-hmm. they need to. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine who's a one, and um, she's struggling right now in COVID because she's so stuck on how is the right way to deal with COVID. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you know, so she's thinking about her family and like close friends. Like in her head, there is one right way that Mm -hmm. you should practice social distancing. And that's the only way. Mm -hmm. And her boundary comes up with people who don't agree with her way. Mm -hmm. And so that's where ones come in. They're just can be inflexible. Their boundaries are inflexible. um, And they're kind of centered around morality, which feeds their mentality that they're right because that's the moral thing to do. It's right. So I'm just going to keep feeding that boundary over and over and over and not have any flexibility. So eights
0: are not wearing the masks and ones are mad at them for not wearing the masks. 100%. It's so funny because, you know, my husband's (laughs) an eight and I'm almost
1: 100% sure my daughter's a one. I, you know, I think she's getting to the point now as a preteen that I can kind of start to see. Um. I wouldn't, I'm going to let her come to that conclusion on her own, but I mean, I will be shocked if she's not a one. Yeah. And, um. and her and my husband- their biggest fights come over with him wanting to make a rule and her not wanting to. Mm. And so, and he almost continues to break the rule because it makes her mad. Mm. And then she gets more mad at him at the indignation even though most of the time the rulings want to break is not a big deal but for her there is black and there is white Mm -hmm. and there's no gray and so that they have very firm boundaries of what's black and what's white and there are nothing in between Mm -hmm. and that i mean that can cause friction in relationships obviously because because to them there's only one right way to do things and you know there's only one right way to make sweet potato pie at thanksgiving
0: i was gonna say like that's like a holiday example okay so maybe we should okay so a holiday example of a one, I think, is, like, like my husband. He wants his dressing one way, the way yes. his grandma made it. Yes. And, like, that's dressing. Because that's the right
1: way to make dressing.
0: Right. Yes. And I don't like it that way. And I yes. want it this other way, but I never make it that way because it's not worth picking the battle. But, like, um, so it could be sort of, like, it's hard to maybe relinquish control in a yes. group or, like, a social setting or traditions yes. are really big for ones, I think. Yes,
1: 100%. So, uh, so um. I I can, I'm not sharing anything my daughter wouldn't be okay with me sharing, but she would say like, you know, we've had certain traditions since she was three Mm -hmm. and like, say this year with COVID some of those traditions can't happen it's gonna be very hard for her yeah because that's the way you do it and like I probably just sitting here talking this through I probably need to talk to her about some of those things yeah like it's gonna look some things are gonna look different this year and we we can we can do some traditions and we can make some new traditions mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk about that and in, in, in a couple of episodes where we're gonna talk about new traditions but like it, it, and it's going to be okay. Maybe we can go back to some of those traditions next year, but that's where ones have to do the work. They have to yeah. do the work of being flexible. And and Milo will tell you, she'll, and other ones that I know, other front one friends of mine, like their big word is flexibility, like learning mm-hmm. how to be flexible. When mm-hmm. they become self-aware, they know that that's something they need to work on. And I think about nine, and then I think about nines, going back to nines and the holidays. Like I think about, I don't know if you know that friends episode where um, they just, everybody decides they're going to have Thanksgiving at Monica's house because everything fell through with their family and everybody wants to pretend potatoes a certain way, so she ends up making five different types of potatoes. Oh. <laughs> and I don't think Monica's a nine, but in that situation, because three just go to nine in stress. So I think Monica's a three. But like she she makes Every single kind of potato. And everybody's constantly like, well, I want potatoes like this. And that's not the way I make potatoes. And it's like this whole funny scene. But she becomes so stressed out Uh that she shuts down. She's like, forget it. I'm not doing Thanksgiving. That's what nines do. They have merged with everybody and wanting to do what everybody wants and making five types of potatoes that they like, finally they shut down. Yeah. From the stress of it. Because you can't please everybody. Right. And you have to just be like.
0: And people are going to be mad. They are. They are. No, you're, and you have to be okay with people being mad.
1: I saw a meme the other day that I love so much. It says, um, um, not everybody's going to like you and you don't like everybody.
0: That's true. We forget that part. (laughs) There's like tons of people we don't like, but we're like, but why don't they like me? It's like, well, I don't like them. That's that's the best one. Like you don't like someone. And then you're like, but why don't they like me? And it's like, we don't like them. And you're like, (laughs) what difference does it make? Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, So, and for an eight. They might, um, what would be like a holiday? So I like, think about, I think about
1: the AIDS and my husband's not like this because this probably is more female eights. Cause I'm just being stereotypical right now, but like eights like always want to be the one that's in charge of the holidays
0: because oh. they don't want to
1: relinquish the control. So they're, they're the aunt that even though she probably doesn't need to be having it anymore, she still wants to be in control.
0: Oh, interesting. You know, and so she, she I would think to, that would be once.
1: Yeah. but but in a different way okay like so ones ones would want to do it because they wanted everything to be done perfectly eights would be because they just don't like the sense of being out of control okay does that make sense Mm -hmm. or they want to tell they want to tell you like all the presents that you know like how the present exchange should work or whatever because they want to be like they get mad
0: and you're like it's not that serious yes yeah Yeah.
1: okay i'm trying to think of an example in our family because david wouldn't mind me sharing like Aids can also be passive aggressive, especially if they have a nine wing, they can be very passive aggressive. So I try to think of like issues that we've had in the holidays and like I'll, um, I'll plan all of these things and then David will start feeling like the holiday calendar is controlling him.
0: And so Uh, passive aggressively,
1: he like disengages. Uh-huh. as a form of punishment. Like he can
0: come, but he's like not into it. Yes. Or? And and
1: it's obvious yeah, yeah, yeah. to everyone. And then um. I get embarrassed because I care about what people think. Or he purposely makes us late for things because that's his passive, passive oh, aggressive way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he would tell you this, that, that this yeah, is yeah, like yeah. This. I'm not like, dumping on him but like that's a normal eight thing to do gotcha it's like they feel out of control so they're going to try to control the situation in another way and usually it's passive yeah. aggressively or punishing you somehow uh-huh. and so eight's got to get a grip on that like the eights need to learn how to break down the wall and say i feel this mm-hmm. is very vulnerable to say i feel like our calendar is controlling us and I'd like to make some changes, mm-hmm. but that's a very vulnerable place to be. So yeah, instead yeah. they passively aggressively try to control the situation. And they don't even know that's what they're doing. Oh feeling. no. That's and and, and I, we've had arguments before and he's like, I'm not, I'm not trying to punish you. And I'm like, I don't think you set out to punish me, but this is but because actions, you feel yeah. out of control. You're trying to control the situation in another way. And it feels like punishment to me. Yeah. Does that make sense? And so like they need to be open with upfront with, with, yeah. And I think sometimes with eights, they're so future oriented. So, our threes and sevens, they're so future oriented that they're not thinking about the present. So, when you tell them, we have X, Y, and Z at set family's house, mm-hmm. at the time they're like, yeah, that's okay because they're not in the present. They're already thinking about something else. Yeah. And then you get to that thing and they're like, I didn't agree to this. Yeah. And you're like, uh, yeah, you did. <laughs> you know, so, so eight, three sevens and eights all have to worry about that because they have yeah. trouble being in the moment and making decisions in the moment. So, gotcha. So, um twos twos I think twos we I think it's easier for us to think they're the only ones that struggle with boundaries yeah because I think they they struggle with them in this stereotypical way
0: which is like letting people walk all over them kind of
1: not letting I mean yes it can look like that I think that happens more with nines but like twos is more of like yes I'll bake that cookie for that party yes I'll bring the paper plates to that party
0: yeah because no, twos don't bring paper plates. No. Choose, choose yes. Twos do yeah. two them most. Okay. I'm saying because well, <laughs> I'm the one who always signed up paper plates. Twos <laughs> do them most. Yeah. So, like, but they
1: sign up for too much because I we were talking about this before, and I was talking about this with a two friend of mine. Um, she was telling me that, like, she struggles with prioritizing mm-hmm. because twos think that everything is for them to do. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's a need... They're supposed like to meet over it. over-responsibility. Yeah, over-responsibility. So, like, they don't they don't think, what twos need to do is twos need to be like, is this mine to do? Mm-hmm. Like, I tell all of my two friends, I have lots of really close two friends, and I'm always like, but is that yours to do?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because it may seem like everything is yours to do because you're a two, well, but not everything is for you to do. When people know
0: you do stuff. Things can become yours to do because like, well, she'll do it. Yeah. So you have to like, that's where the boundaries. You have to put up boundaries. And the the
1: problem is, is like twos will kind of do like nines sometimes. And they'll, they'll get to a breaking point because you can't do, we can't be everything to everybody. We can't. And so twos try to meet all the needs. And they break down because they get resentful. So that's the big thing with twos. They get resentful because their needs aren't being met. And a big thing for twos, the reason why they do everything is because they receive love by being appreciated for what they do. Mm -hmm. So, so they want, they think that if they do everything, they'll be appreciated. Well, And especially an unhealthy two will never be appreciated enough. So it starts the cycle and then you get resentful and bitter and then you blow up. So
0: unhealthy twos, like the martyrs that are like, but I made you
1: this. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And so I think what twos need to do, and I mean, start doing it right now in September and October, like what is mine to do this holiday season? Like what is important for me to do for me? What's important to do for my little nuclear family? And Mm -hmm. then what do I have left after that?
0: Well, and it seems like for twos, like we were talking about, like expanding boundaries, like maybe for twos, it's their boundaries should be like about themselves and their time and prioritizing their own needs. Yes. And like adding things in versus like.
1: Yes, definitely. Like they need to start from what their needs are and then they can add things in where they can fit it in. Which is
0: not selfish. It's just that you're not good to anybody if you're not like, you know, like hygiene is not self-care.
1: You know, it's, yeah. it's you, like, just, you need to take care of yourself. You yeah. need to take care of your nuclear family too. Yes. You know, yes, especially because. moms that are twos. Like, I think sometimes they feel like, well, I need to, you know, take care of this school party and I need to be in charge of this clothing drive at the holidays. And I need to be in charge of the family get together and like doing it all. Mm-hmm. And like, you just don't have to do it all. And twos need to be better about realizing where they need help. Yeah, like it's okay. Like twos really struggle with asking other people for help, and I think that's a, a, practicing how to ask other people for help is a huge part of setting boundaries as a two. Like, okay, so I am I am hosting Thanksgiving dinner as a two, but like I need to see that it's okay that I ask other people to bring. And the other signs. people want
0: to. They do, yeah. and
1: but I think twos struggle with then they feel like they're they're not enough mm-hmm. because they didn't do it all. Well,
0: and I think and so, so. Like. I'm a four, but I go to two and stress and something I've noticed is I tend to do everything for all the like extra people and I ignore my own myself yes. and my family, like when yes. I'm in those stressed out places. And yes. that's something that like I've, I've, I mean, Chris has told me before, like, I feel yeah. like you're doing everything for all these randar people, but then we're sitting here and yeah, you're too busy. So it's, yeah. that's something that I've had to deal with too.
1: Um, sure. and back to your point of uh, people, if you act in your unhealthy tuness, other people see that as like super amazing. And right. you know, and so they think, oh, she's so responsible. She'll do everything. She wants to do everything because uh-huh. she does everything all the time. And then it just becomes it's a, a cycle. cycle. And at some point, you have to break it. And when you break that cycle, people are going to be mad at you. I think I remember when we were talking to Sarah about boundaries in yeah. the holidays last year. She's like, when you put up boundaries, people are going to react to that, and sometimes it's going to be negative reactions. Yeah, and you're going to have to be prepared for that because it's a two that's very hard for you. Yeah, but you're going to have to be. You, if you get to that breaking point, which hopefully as you learn how to prioritize, less breaking points but when you realize that you're doing too much and you have to say something somebody's gonna be mad at you and you're gonna have to be okay with that I remember hearing in a podcast it was actually about threes in relation to something else but I think this can work with twos as well is that like how other people feel about you is not your responsibility
0: yeah it's not your responsibility so hard though it's so <laughs> so
1: hard. especially in the the two three and four because we're in the heart triad like we just really struggle with not empathizing and not caring about what other people think about us we just do yeah. and um in different ways two threes and fours in different ways yeah. but um it's very hard yeah. like an a will be like i don't understand why it's so hard but for us it's hard so yeah I recognize that this is hard, this is hard work, this isn't easy work. Yeah. But you have to be prepared. You have to prepare yourself. And you also need to prepare yourself that a lot of people aren't gonna care.
0: Like, you know, if you That's say it's no harder, isn't it? When like you say no and no one cares. Yeah. Like, oh. Like you say,
1: <laughs> no, no, I can't do X, Y, and Z. And they're like, okay. And they find somebody else to do it. That also feeds a twos stress too because they want to be the one that's needed Mm -hmm. and so you need to deal with that like you need to deal with the fact that you don't have to be needed all the time yeah because you're doing that to receive love yeah and like you need to realize that you're loved whether you do the thing or not and I'm speaking to myself because I struggle with this too.
0: <laughs> I think so, a lot of women do. Yes. I think we're culturally conditioned to be yes. like helpful and yes. nice to everybody. Yes. Especially if you're a stay at home mom and it's like, well, she's got time. Yes. Which like, I do have more time than my friends who work. That's true. But it's also like, well, just, that doesn't mean I don't, I don't have unlimited
1: go. time. Yeah. And I, I don't, don't need to take care of my family and all that. Kind
0: yeah. Of stuff. So yes. I think that that also can be like a woman thing yeah. as well, for sure. Especially around the holidays, like yes no patriarchs do the holidays it's the matriarch right like for it's sure. always so yeah. that's definitely a woman thing um okay yeah. so threes so
1: threes i can speak to this um for me i think my boundaries come up like i'm really good at setting boundaries like relationally mm-hmm. like i don't I'm, I'm i don't struggle with like codependency or like being a codependent person for someone and i'm i'm pretty good about putting up like relational type of boundaries. Um, my boundaries come in where they start to become penetrated is that, um, or I need to make them more penetrable is that I put boundaries up around, around my emotions. So threes definitely don't want to deal with their emotions. And so they put boundaries around who can be, who can see their emotions. Mm-hmm. And like, like for me, like I literally don't want anybody to see me cry.
0: Mm-hmm. Not
1: even my husband. Like, I don't want anybody to see me cry. And so I want to cry by myself. And like, sometimes that's totally okay. Like, it's okay to like do that. But like that gets stretched out into that I never talk about anything. Mm -hmm. And I've put up so many boundaries around my emotions that I don't want anybody to see because I want to be what everybody wants me to be. Mm -hmm. And so I put boundaries around myself. So my emotions and like who I really am. So like, so the true me has so many boundaries around it because they're facades. So my wall are pretty facades. So Mm -hmm. this part of the wall is painted the way this person wants to see it. And this part of the wall is painted the way this person wants to see it. And this part of the wall is painted the way this person wants to see it. When it, it becomes a point where, where your breaking point is, is you don't even know which way you want the whole wall to be painted anymore because you don't know who you are anymore because you're trying to be too many things for too many people and not in a two way that you want to meet everybody's needs but you want your facade to look at what however anybody wants you to look that you have lost who you are so I think for threes they're gonna we have to kind of us threes are gonna have to be like People are going to love us for who we are, no matter what. And we have to know that. Like, and I still don't know that. Like, I still Mm -hmm. struggle with that. I still struggle that if people see the real me, they won't like me. Mm -hmm. And so I have to put up all of, and I need to be everything to everybody. So like, that's part of my boundaries. Uh, When it comes to like things like the holidays and doing things, mine is, I have to have the best lights in the neighborhood. I have because mm-hmm. like it's a it's an accomplishment thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very competitive. Yeah. So like I want the holidays are a competition. So it's Park Roosevelt three? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but that like you know I have to have the prettiest tree and I have to like not because you care about it being pretty. I don't because I'm not be... a because I'm not I don't care about aesthetics.
0: Yeah. You just want it to I just be the want best.
1: I want people to say she's so good at the holidays. Which yeah. Is, when I say it out loud, it sounds so ridiculous. But like oh, it a is lot of people but feel, but yeah. my and mine tends to be now that I have more kids now, is that my kids have had the best experiences of the holidays. Oh yeah. And like, yeah, look yeah. how good she does the holidays. Yeah. Like uh-huh. you know, and it's yeah, not totally. about like their their Again, clothing no, or any that of that too. kind of stuff
0: female stuff too yes. I think a lot of women listening of any number could probably relate to that because there is this expectation yeah that we're supposed to make it this certain way yeah. for everybody right like yes. so I think that that I mean it's definitely a three thing but I think some other numbers could probably relate to that too
1: and an, and another like so threes also go to nine and stress and so I can tend to merge too when I'm in a stressed out situation mostly with family I don't mm-hmm. merge in a lot of other ways except for with my family and so I can tend to and you talked about this a little bit with the twos, but I can do this too, where I can start to think that my family, my, my extended family's needs of the holiday are more important than oh. my than my individual family's needs of the holidays. Cause I'm trying to merge and I don't want to have the hard conversation because it's exposing to have a hard conversation with so-and-so family member that we don't want to do this or yeah, whatever. So for sure. Yeah.
0: So yeah, that leads into fours.
1: Yes. That leads into fours. So what do you think for, for you?
0: I think one thing that fours really struggle with is we are always able to see the ideal a situation could be, and then nothing's ever good enough. Yeah. So, like for me, I mean, and I've dealt with this a lot during COVID too. It's like you know you have these things like, oh well, we're staying home, so we're going to do or like another garden, and we're going to do this, and we're going to make it like the best, you know, because yeah. it's like I it's the ideal. It's like, yeah. and then I have the ideals of like what the holidays are supposed to. It's always ideal feelings, yeah, which we can't control our feelings. So I yeah. think like well, this is how Christmas morning is supposed to be. And I've been disappointed every Christmas morning because my kids don't wake up and do the emotions I think they're Mm -hmm. supposed to do. And then when they don't have the emotion about the present, I get like, and I I don't get mad at them because I'm a little healthier than that, but like, you know, I feel that stuff. And so for me, a lot of times it's expectations, um, boundaries come back to like, I have to be able to know what my expectations are first. And then be okay. Like my boundary is like, it's okay if it's not perfect. And like just saying that and actually like living it instead of then going back in my head and like, well, how could I fix it? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I just, I think for me, and also it's like the ideal feelings, like if it doesn't feel right, then I'm upset. And a lot of times we can't control that because there's people Yeah. And people have emotions and, and for, I mean, you know, like the holidays can be really hard for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. you know, it brings up a lot of loss and grief sometimes if someone's not celebrating with you or like whatever, you know? And so, and I think like a lot of people um, it's almost like how people are with like vacation where they're like, Oh, it's vacation. Everything has to be perfect because it's my vacation. (laughs) It's like people feel like that about the holidays sometimes. And then, you know, because I think fours, we feel everyone's feelings so deeply If someone's disappointed or, you know, like whatever, like things aren't, it's like we feel that and we internalize it and we're like, oh, I threw a crap Christmas. Like, so I think, and then like aesthetics, um, I actually lean into my aesthetic stuff more, I think, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to, hmm, what am I trying to say? I lean into my senses. I lean into those things. Those are good things. So I try to like make space to like lean yes. into smells and sights Cause
1: then and they can help the you things. feel good about the holidays. So when other they things help don't feel feelings. right. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is is, is, is just healthy to know about yourself that, that, that yeah. you need those things. What would you say about
0: fours? Good.
1: I would say, yeah, fours constantly live in this battle of being not enough and being too much. And so like, you just have to check that with, um, familiar relationships the holidays like when you make decisions to do things or you say things at the dinner table at thanksgiving or whatever like fighting back those negative emotions like i think you i think um fours can tend to put up boundaries when around their negative emotions because they don't want to be seen as too much or too little Mm -hmm. and so they they turn very inward and like judge all their emotions because they're worried that other people are going to see them as not enough or too little. Totally. And so we just had to be okay with like having those, those emotions. That doesn't mean we need to be unbalanced our emotions, but we don't need to feel this need that we had to put up all these boundaries around our emotion. Or fours don't need to feel like they need to put up all these boundaries. It's around funny. Our emotions. Like as much
0: as we value authenticity, yeah. it's like, I mean, authenticity is probably the most important thing to forge, but then we still don't like it sometimes, Yeah, you know, and we still want it to be like ideal. You know, like we want to yeah. feel like so happy. Yeah. Even if it, but like, if it's fake, you know what I mean? It's like, we have these like expectations on how we're going to feel and that's just not realistic. But we think like, well, it's supposed to feel this way when I, you know, we're all going to say what we're thankful for. And then I'm going to cry because yeah. that's what I'm supposed to do. And then when you don't cry, it's like, oh, I didn't have that moment of, you know, yeah. overwhelming gratitude. But then
1: if you cried too much, but you're like, if you oh, too much, you're like, I was like, too emotional. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> so you just need to, yeah. Be okay like
1: that you yeah you need to not put up so many boundaries and not that.
0: make it so much about the feelings yeah because then you kind of lose everything else
1: yeah it, it makes it hard to be in the present when you're thinking yes. about your feelings
0: yes for so. sure
1: fives fives. okay so fives we're, we talked about a little bit we talked about the nines the, the withdrawing and um but so fives like wake up with boundaries around them Like, Mm -hmm. because I mean, fives truly, and this is true about them and they need to know this about themselves. Like they have very limited resources, Mm -hmm. like emotionally, like, Mm -hmm. and, and they're just like, they're, I mean, they're the most introverted number on the Enneagram. Like every other number can have introverted and extroverted. I don't know any extroverted fives, like, like fives are just introverted. They are just born with a smaller battery. Uh-huh. life, uh, a shorter battery life, and they just have to be okay with that. Um, but so what they can tend to do is like they can, you know the the main weakness of a five is um, is greed and not like greed in like I like won't give away money things, thing. but more of like they won't give away any of themselves because they have so little to give. Yeah. so I think what a five has to do is like learn where their limits are and be okay with that. But they also need to know that there are they they can push to those limits. Mm-hmm. So I think fives unhealthy fives know where their limits are, and then they pull all the way back away from well, those and limits. It, they'll
0: be renewed. I mean, yes. just because you have a short battery yes. life doesn't mean you can't be recharged. Yes. Like, so
1: I would I I would and also know that fives do better if they plan.
0: Mm-hmm. And so,
1: like, so they can like build up resources. So if you know that next week you have two work Christmas parties, then don't put anything on your calendar for this week. Right. Like fives need to be okay with that. And most fives I know are pretty healthy. Um, So it's hard for me to like think of an unhealthy five in the moment, but like, like you need to know that next week is going to be a busy week socially. So this weekend I need to have downtime. Mm -hmm. And like, and and I think you probably, it's a lot of introverts have to do that, but like, and you have to be okay with, but also don't don't do this thing where you don't say yes to anything and don't let like your walls could be completely impenetrable because you're never because you you have this view that all your resources will never, like you said, will never be replenished. Like you can you can put buffers around it. So if you have a really busy holiday week next week, this week, don't do very much. And also plan for the next week to not have very much. So you can recharge, but you can be recharged. It also doesn't mean do nothing. You don't don't lean on your don't lean too much on your weakness that you have low, low emotional and social. Yeah, and know that like your
0: weakness is a weakness, but it isn't like I don't know like it isn't um it doesn't have to be a handicap
1: no it's not and there are great things about fives and we were talking and fives also they like to bring in information so we were talking about earlier in the episode about how they need to like we need there are some of those people that have to like put boundaries around their information with the information they're consuming because it can overwhelm them
0: yeah for sure Okay.
1: Sixes. Sixes. Um, so six is a big thing with boundaries just in general, not at the holidays, but just in general with sixes is they really struggle to trust other people um and so they they instantly when they meet somebody their first question in their head whether they do it consciously or subconsciously is can I trust this person interesting so um minus, do they like me <laughs> <laughs> minus two uh, do they think I'm awesome because they better um and so and I'm going to tell them all the ways they should think that I'm awesome um but um, but yeah no six is like when they meet new people they automatically unjud- make a judgment on whether they can be trusted or not mm, okay. and so that's where their boundaries come come up sometimes you don't know immediately like sometimes you're gonna have to be like you're gonna have to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. um to the fact that somebody might not be trustworthy Mm -hmm. but like you have to give people a chance to like win your trust you can't just automatically make those judgments yeah so a lot of boundaries with sixes have to do with like they put up boundaries between them and other people that they've preconceived aren't trustworthy um but on the flip side once they have deemed somebody trustworthy sixes can fall into the trap that they trust everything about that person oh. so like they find one so like it's a, very
0: like black and white
1: yeah so they find one authority figure that they feel like
0: oh interesting okay. knows
1: everything and it's completely uh-huh. trustworthy and then they follow that person implicitly um and so they just you just have to be really you just have to be in check with that like you have to yeah. be in check with your like and the problem is is because six don't trust themselves
0: OK, so they either they want like an expert or they either, want
1: they yeah. want somebody externally that they can trust because they can't trust themselves because they're constantly. Good thing even, we
0: we're Christians. Yeah, they constantly <laughs> live in this
1: state of um, fear and distrust and anxiety constantly mm-hmm. um sixes they're in that cycle. They, you know, they have the inner committee that's constantly yeah. That, so they don't because of that inner committee, they don't think they can trust themselves. So they're always asking other people to help them make decisions and stuff like I that. Okay. So that's the, so they can either have really strict boundaries where they don't trust anybody or their boundaries could be so fluid that they trust everybody but themselves. And that gets them into trouble too. So what's
0: their like holiday rub
1: Um that's a good question. Um I'm trying to think of what some of my six friends would six friends would say. Um,
0: I think like, do they not want to outsource anything because they're afraid of great? Yes. I
1: think there's a little bit of that. I think that they, um, I think that they, they struggle to like, they struggle a little bit with prioritization as well, because I, they think they have to do everything because they don't trust other people. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they, they're constantly overthinking things. So sixes overthink. They're in the head triad, and they tend to they 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 have unproductive thinking. So they're mm-hmm. constantly thinking about stuff. So they think and think and think and don't do. Yeah. So I think that at some point you're gonna to have to say, "I can trust." And this is a silly example. I can trust myself that I can pick the right Christmas tree. I can stop looking at all the Christmas trees. Oh, you know what I'm I saying? See. Like yes, I six, yes. yes, okay. So this do they Christ- struggle with
0: decision. They making? they
1: struggle with decision making because they don't trust themselves.
0: So would you say sixes are? Uh- especially susceptible to like influencers on yes like this is the best one get it yeah yeah yeah. interesting okay so so sixes you're doing a good job and you know what your family will love yes and trust yourself and then
1: there's a lot of just anxiety you know sixes just struggle with anxiety and there's a lot Mm -hmm. of anxiety around the holidays so they just have to like take care of themselves
0: Yes. So that
1: they aren't, they don't find themselves in like the pit of anxiety with everything that's happening and they need to plan. So like most of the sixes I know need to like fall into their three a little bit. Cause sixes go to three in strength and so, and, and in health, and they need to lean on their three to help them get some stuff done. Cause they yeah. just are unproductive thinking, 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 and not doing. And at some point you need to write a list and you need yeah. to get some stuff done yeah, so that you don't get to like the thing and you're anxious cause you didn't get the stuff done. Does that make oh, sense? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So. so it's like unpreparedness, yes. kind of but yeah not because you're not willing to- but
1: you're but you're prepared about the wrong things yeah 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 you know that makes sense okay yeah. you're prepared that you know the tree might get set on fire because you haven't watered enough and the cat's gonna knock it down it's gonna burn your house down, but you haven't prepared what you're going to get for sewing Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. so you got to like bring yourself back to the present. Yeah. And not think about the worst case scenarios. Okay. Sevens last, I think, I think for sevens, they just, do ma- sevens want boundaries? No, <laughs> they, don't want any, they don't want any boundaries <laughs> and they, and bought like, <laughs> it was so funny. Um, A friend of mine that was in this Enneagram group that I did, like we got to her on something and it was like the one, every, everybody had a word that they needed to write down that they needed to work on based on their number so like ones was flexibility and as you get to seven and they um heard the sevens was moderation Mm. and um I looked over at her and she was on her phone and like we're supposed to not have our phones out and like I just made a joke about it she was like I'm looking up the definition of moderation like she doesn't even <laughs> know, awesome. what you know, like the sevens don't even know what moderation is. Yeah. So they do everything to the excess, which is awesome because they're also the best party throwers Oh and yeah. they're always up for ai I want to go to this haunted house. Like right now, go with me. You know, like yeah. they're always like, they're, they're spontaneous and that's amazing. But like, what can happen is if you don't have any boundaries around your like spontaneity, then like you just are you just overextend yourself and then you eat too much, drink too much, like part so too much. So is that their like, tell? Yes. Like
0: gluttony? is gluttony. like how you know your, yes. th- your boundaries are bad? Yes. Well, what's the difference though? I mean, because don't sevens like, isn't gluttony, I mean, like not, that sounds bad, but isn't gluttony kind of like part of their personality too? Yes. So how so do you know So like, it's like a... a- they have they're
1: they're just one of the numbers that can have less boundaries and that's okay and the rest of us have to be okay with the fact that they have less boundaries but they also put boundaries around other stuff so they put boundaries around pain so like they don't want to experience any pain so if anything is going to seems like it's going to be a painful situation they back off from it but so do
0: they tend to like avoid their family around say a uh, election
1: yes. that's yes difficult. or definitely or like if if like there's just like this is a hard family situation they'll just choose to say no to that and go to something more fun and like
0: but isn't that good sometimes it is good
1: sometimes and so I don't want to completely knock that yeah. because that's that's a good boundary but this that is like a it.
0: constant
1: yes. thing like so at some point to not deal with at it. some point you have to deal with the hard because yeah. life is hard yeah. And like you have to deal with the fact that your mom is X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And because you need to have a relationship with your mom. Yeah. Like, obviously, you need to have boundaries around that relationship if it's a hard relationship. But, like, but great things about sevens is like they often don't, aren't in a codependent relationship. So if they, if they, if they have somebody in their family, who has like a victim mentality, like they're a good person to deal with that person.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Because they aren't going to become codependent with that person because they, that's, they can't handle like most of my best seven friends cannot handle like drama and like a victim mentality Uh so they are a good person to deal with those relationships because they're not going to get sucked into them yeah yeah, yeah. but you have to be willing still to push and lean into those relationships and lean lean into your strengths you are a good person to deal with those yeah I mean the the, the, all the onus doesn't need to be completely on you yeah but like trust yourself that you are really great at putting up boundaries and you can still have a relationship with that person even though it's hard yeah, so most of the sevens that I have, that's like an area that they. So start I with. would
0: say for sevens, do you think um, budget could be a boundary? Because sure. my friends who are sevens tend to overspend, spend too much money. Or yes. it's there's not a lot of um, what's the word? Um, not thoughtfulness, but like it's just kind of like, well, I had a bad day. Frick it. <laughs> 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 I'm going to go buy, you know, buy the stuff. best bottle
1: of wine and we're going to enjoy, you
0: know, like, which is great sometimes. Yes, it right? is. And like and that, that's what we friends, love about our seven. Yes. And my seven friends teach me to just enjoy life. They do. And I, and, and I don't want sevens
1: to stop enjoying life, but we should be aware
0: of like, our I mean, unless you're like so.
1: a multi-gajillionaire seven, like there's limitations and there's boundaries yeah. around what you can do. And what you yeah. And something
0: do. Chris and I were talking about recently is like, we want to kind of like taper back now just with, like treats just in general, because it's like, well, when the holidays come, nothing's going to feel special. Yeah. Because we've kind of been like treat yourself mode. We're like just buying stuff we want, or I don't know, because we're not going anywhere. And like a lot of people are doing that or like eating really awesome dinners or whatever. And it's like, we have to kind of cut back because then things aren't special if everything's special, right? Like, yeah. So I wonder if that's like a seven thing. Yeah, too, for sure.
1: Bit. And sevens also, um, because they want to do everything and they, they want to do it to the excess sometimes they move away from things before they're done. Mm. So they're constantly starting new projects and constantly. Oh, okay. And there's other numbers that do that out of, and they stop out of perfectionism or it's not the ideal or whatever. Mm-hmm. But with sevens, it's because of ne- the next big idea came up. Yeah. So they need to put up some they're distracted. Bad, they're distracted. So they got to put up yeah. some bad. Okay, maybe I've already started three or four things. Maybe I need to finish one of those. Yeah. So that's an act of moderation. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So.
0: It's been good. This getting out episode. It um, is long, I think. But it
1: is. I know. We may end up having to make it too. <laughs> or you just like you haven't heard from us in like a month and a half. So like here we're going to give you
0: two hours. Here's some vomit. Um, <laughs> well, not vomit. it feels good to be back. It does. And um, we're excited guys, about the holidays and all of the stuff. We have some up. good stuff coming. I'm going to redo the gift. Well, we did a gift guide a couple of years ago. Um, so I'm going to. I have some really fun ideas. We have some stuff coming up about just like how to. I mean, not a how to because we're not experts, but just how we're going to try to approach the holidays this year with things being different and maybe getting creative with new um, traditions and just, you know, Mm -hmm. our approach is going to look a little different. So we're thinking through that.
1: So we're going to do that in October. And um, we're also going to talk about the elections a little bit more, like not what who we're voting for, but like how to handle that as Christians. Then we're going to take a break on election day and then we're going to get into advent. So that's crazy. It's coming. yeah,
0: Fast, fast, fast. So So. advent's going to be extra special this year.
1: Cause we're going to have to spend a, a lot of time on the inward things. Cause we can't do as many of the outward things.
0: Right. <laughs> Except I am going to have some killer Christmas lights. That's very important to me. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, we love you guys. Good to be back. I'll and always we have will... killer Christmas lights. I know. Cause you're special. <laughs> All right. No, I'm special. You're competitive. I'm, I'm competitive. You're doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. So till next week, we are on Instagram at Woven and Him. We are on Facebook and Patreon forward slash Woven and Him. You can also email us fullywoven at gmail.com. And I'm Rebecca Pete, like the coffee brand.
1: And you can find me at RebeccaPeet.com where you can also find all my social handles.
0: Yep. And uh, I don't want to be found. So just find me on the Facebook for our uh, podcast and the Instagram, but not my personal. Bye. Bye. <laughs>